0: Welcome, everybody, to the second official full episode of Street Lives Podcast. We have a lot to cover today, Um, so let's go ahead and let's just get into it. The Coffee Oasis presents Street Lives, a podcast created to give you a personal glimpse into life on the streets and updates about the Coffee Oasis. The Coffee Oasis is a faith-based nonprofit in Washington state that exists to change the world for homeless youth in one community after another through evidence-based programs supported by sustainable coffee businesses. With over 40,000 students experiencing homelessness in the state of Washington each year, there's a problem. And the problem is that so many people that are aged between 13 and 25 are homeless. And our aim with this podcast is to address the problem head on and share with you the solution that we've come up with, loving those students. You may be asking what that looks like, and for us, that looks like a series of youth programs that we've developed. On this podcast, we're going to tell you stories and information about the people that we interact with because we believe that it's our job to change the world for homeless youth. Street Lives is their story and the story of those that love them. My name is Cody Clark and let's walk through this together. Today uh, we're going to be talking about the pink elephant in the room well, actually, the world, uh, and that's COVID-19, or also known as uh, the coronavirus. Now, ever since this stay-at-home order has been placed, um, life has been extremely inconsistent for everyone. People are losing their jobs The amount of people who have applied for unemployment is nearing 22 million in the United States. Other countries, such as Italy, uh, completely shut down and quarantined. Small businesses are closing. People can't afford rent and food. This pandemic is affecting everyone. Everyone. For example, I went from working out of our administration building in Bremerton um, and the cafes in Bremerton surrounded by people, which for me really is the best option. I love being around people. But since March 16th, literally a month, I've been working from home. I've been taking virtual meetings. Because all in-person meetings, all events, all speaking engagements were postponed, canceled, or rescheduled. But, as inconvenient, as inconsistent as this whole thing has been, like many people out there, I am safe at home. Now it's easy to worry about what's going on uh, for us individually in our lives, but there's a lot of other people out there who are struggling and people who are experiencing homelessness. And I can't even begin to fathom how this could be affecting them. So I decided to do some digging. I read some articles. I spoke to uh, one of our youth that we serve to kind of get a better glimpse at how COVID-19 or the coronavirus really is affecting people who are experiencing homelessness. According to an article that I read, called For Homeless People, COVID-19 is Horror on Top of Horror. Uh, I found this article from Wired Magazine online, Uh, and it says homelessness is incompatible with health. Experts like Margot Kushel, a professor of medicine at UC San Francisco who studied homelessness, have been saying for decades, but in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, It's never been truer. She says, It's a calamity. It's our worst nightmare. It's an enormous crisis superimposed on an existing crisis. Unhoused people are already among the most sick in society, and now they're physically incapable of following the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's most basic virus fighting directive. Stay home. Now, can you imagine in life where there is no consistency, COVID-19 hits. In a life where you have to worry about where you're getting your next meal. Where you're going to sleep. Where you're going to go to the bathroom. For many of us, That's not a reality. But for a lot of people, what do you do when a stay-at-home order is made? In Bremerton, on a daily basis, you can see people uh, who are experiencing homelessness walking the streets. They congregate in places that are easy and safe for them to hang out and use the restroom. And often, all they have to do is buy a cup of coffee. But unfortunately they can no longer do that. Aside from the stay-at-home order, let's talk about social distancing. The article continues by saying it's nearly impossible for homeless people to maintain social distance. Their needs are met in mass. The CDC recommends 110 square feet per person Uh, for people housed together during this outbreak. And most homeless shelters simply don't have that kind of space. There's always been an increased risk of communicable diseases like tuberculosis, hepatitis A, and influenza, Kuschel says. COVID-19 is just the newest addition to the list. Some shelters are rearranging the furniture to house people further apart. But, Those adjustments inevitably mean fewer beds, leaving more people outdoors. In Las Vegas, people are sleeping in parking lots confined to white painted rectangles spaced six feet apart. I mean, wow. The only thing that really comes to mind after I read that people who are homeless are, uh, already at an increased risk of communicable diseases was really, that just has to be terrifying. So I spoke with a youth who we serve at the coffee oasis and his name is Danny. Danny and I spoke about the different things that happened to him due to COVID-19 and being safe in daily life. You see, Danny told me that he was upset Because when the stay-at-home order was made, that meant he couldn't see the people that he normally sees on a daily basis. Upset that he couldn't go to the park. Upset and worried because he knew that he was at a higher risk of getting sick. But the good news is, he isn't sleeping on the streets. He's staying at a local facility that has 24 emergency beds for homeless men. But even then that benefit is great but it still puts him at a higher risk being around all of those people but during the day he found a way to stay safe you see this is where the coffee oasis comes in since the pandemic and the stay-at-home order was put in place We've extended our center hours in Bremerton, Port Orchard, and Paulsbow. Paulsbow and Port Orchard are now open 12 to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, but are also open for late night on Friday nights from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. But the really cool thing is that the Bremerton Center, which also operates as the only youth-specific overnight shelter in Kitsap County, has extended their hours. That location is actually open uh, for youth to come hang out from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. There, youth can take advantage of resources uh, such as getting a meal, taking a shower, doing laundry, um, and just having a safe place to hang out. Now, of course, the staff in in all of our centers are taking extra precautions to make sure everyone is safe. Um, But this is where Danny comes in. Danny goes to the center in Bremerton. There, he gets to see some of his friends while practicing social distancing. It helps him follow the stay-at-home order, because he isn't supposed to be out on the streets like he normally would be. The important part is that the Coffee Oasis is actively helping Danny get meals and resources and staying safe during such a bizarre and inconsistent time. I just want to say thank you to Danny uh, for taking time to uh, speak with me regarding uh, this pandemic and his story with the Coffee Oasis. In our first episode, I sat down with uh, our Executive Director, Daniel Frederick, and he gave us an update on how the Coffee Oasis was responding to COVID-19. Well, I sat down with him again to get another update, and I wanted to share it with you. So here is an update from the Executive Director of the Coffee Oasis.
1: These last few weeks, I have thought often of these words from Winston Churchill. Even though large tracts of Europe and many old and famous states have fallen, we shall not flag or fail. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France and we shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island and whatever the cost may be, we shall fight on the beaches, we shall fight on the landing grounds, we shall fight in the fields and in the streets and we shall fight in the hills, we shall never surrender. And if, which I do not for a moment believe, this island or large parts of it were subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until in God's good time, the new world, with all its Power and might steps forth to rescue and the liberation of the old. I always get chills when I read that speech. I don't share Churchill's speech to compare the war they waged with the global pandemic that we now face. Churchill's England was preparing to face Hitler's bloodthirsty aggression. We face today a different battle. The war they faced divided nations, and the threat of the virus today calls us all nations closer together. Even us, the small coffee oasis, has a role to play in this united front for community and global health. Our youth programs are providing safe and clean spaces for youth who have nowhere else to go. Our cafes provide hope to every customer that comes to visit. We see the neon open sign as a reminder that the community has not completely closed We're open for business. For good reasons, we have turned our attention to celebrate the sacrifice of first responders and medical personnel. To celebrate their tireless service, we are offering all first responders and medical personnel 20% off at our cafes. There's a risk they take every day, showing up to keep their doors open. And there's also a risk that I want to mention that our staff face every day, trying to keep our doors open for youth youth who have nowhere else to go, Uh, youth who, when they see our open sign, know that there is people that care for them. While it takes first responders to triage an emergency, it takes an additional group of passionate people who choose to be always present, not going anywhere to keep a shelter open 24 hours. This week was another reminder why our staff remain on the front lines helping protect and provide for homeless youth during this pandemic. I wanna tell you a story about an outreach worker and a volunteer who went out to hand out hand sanitizer, cards for our crisis text line, and an invitation to our drop-in centers and our shelter for youth who have nowhere else to go that they can have a safe and clean place to go. They met a woman in her early 20s four months pregnant and living on the streets. She was new to Bremerton and not sure where to turn for support. When my outreach worker came back and told me about this, and that volunteer who actually also happened to be my wife, I thought this is exactly why we exist. We exist to help this young woman have a safe place to sleep and the information and resources for her and her baby to stay healthy. Now, more than ever, our youth are in need of a place to call home, not just a place to sleep at night, but a place to safely shelter in place during the coronavirus outbreak. Your incredible partnership through bringing meals and financial gifts have made our day and made it possible for us to day in and day out care for youth. In response to our urgent request for funding, you responded in a huge way, thank you. You donated over $46,000 to keeping our doors open for youth who right now need us more than ever. The way that money will be used is this. Our youth centers and shelters are responding to the current need by staying open longer each day. Our shelter and drop-in center in Kitsap, uh, that being in Bremerton, and the shelter in Pierce County in Tacoma are now operating 24 hours, seven days a week for youth. The Paulsbow and Port Orchard Oasis Centers are also extending their hours from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday and also open later on Fridays. They're also now offering meals along with laundry, shower and a place to stay warm and safe. Now the role we play in the community is a nonprofit, but it goes by an older name and that name is charity. And I'm often reminded that the word charity means love. I hope that this is what our partnership, our partnership with you, means during this scary and difficult time. While we don't know what the outcome will be to this pandemic, we do get to decide who we are and what we do throughout it. Let's continue to choose love together.
0: absolutely amazing to see the community come together to help support us in the work that still has to be done. Work for youth who are experiencing homelessness or are at risk. I want to say thank you to everyone who's provided a meal, donated money, um, donated other things to help provide resources for our youth. You know, it's interesting, in all of the phone calls that I've been making uh, over the past month, the biggest question that I get is, how can I help? And I want to leave just a few things for you um, before we say goodbye for this time. Um, And these are the ways that people can actively help us right now. The first thing is uh, helping provide meals or donating food items. You see, we are, uh, like Daniel said, providing meals for our youth. Uh, In Bremerton, we're providing three meals a day. Um, And and at the other centers, we're providing lunch and dinner. And right now, we are relying on people in the community to help provide those meals. If you are interested in uh, getting more information or you uh, would like to provide a meal, you can uh, get a hold of us by calling uh, our administration office or uh, getting a hold of us on our website. The second way that people can help is donating items from our needs list. With the population that we serve, they always need something to help them survive. Clothes, bags, toiletries, etc. And each location has a different set of needs that you can find on our website. The third way that people can help right now uh, is very simple. Buying coffee and visiting our cafes. Our Palsbo Bremerton both cafes, Uh, and Port Orchard cafes are currently open for to-go orders. We are still serving coffee and food to-go. You can still get the coffee that we roast in-house to drink in your own home. And you can do that by going to a cafe and purchasing coffee, or you can even go to our website and order coffee through that. You can even join our Real Coffee Club, which is an online subscription that gets you coffee delivered to your house either uh, once every couple of weeks or once a month. Now, the last thing uh, that that you can do to really help us um, and partner with us is giving financially. Like Daniel said, um, there is still work to be done And we made an ask earlier this month, and the community responded in an amazing way. And it's been truly a blessing for us, knowing that the community is supporting us in the work that we are doing uh, to love these youth. The emergency fund that we made available for people to donate to is still available, uh, if you have any questions or need any information, you can visit our website www.thecoffeeoasis.com. One last thought. Tonight, April 16th, we are having a virtual fundraiser, and this fundraiser uh, will include an impact report from our executive director, an interview featuring one of our youth, a virtual tour of our Bremerton and Tacoma shelter, hearing from staff, and even hearing from our vice president of the board of directors for the Coffee Oasis. If you would like to join us in this event, you can go to www thecoffeeoasis.com forward slash shelter dash hope. Now, I know that you might forget the uh, website that I just told you. So what I'll do is I'll put a link uh, in the description of this podcast. The last thing I want to say is uh, just thank you going on this journey with me today as we uh explored what homelessness looks like um, during this crazy weird time of uh living through a pandemic again thank you for going on this journey with me today i'll see you next time Street Lives with Cody Clark gives a glimpse into the life on the streets that explores youth homelessness in the state of Washington. We invite you to walk with us through this journey that will follow the youth that we serve at the Coffee Oasis and those that love them.